0: This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H A S I D I C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. Baruch was a simple Jew. He was a chassid of Rebbe Limelech of the the great Hasidic Rebbe. And he rented a tavern from a poet, from a landowner, who charged him a very high rent and always came up with all kinds of creative ways to tax the Jews to support his gambling and his lavish lifestyle. One day, a Shadchan comes by Baruch's place, and Baruch's daughter, who was already 25 years old, and he was really worried that she wasn't going to get married. The Shadchan says, Mazel tov, I have the perfect match for your daughter. Baruch was very happy, of course, but he didn't have any money to pay for the wedding. There was no leniency from the landlord. The landlord only took more and more money from him. So he said, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to do what every chassid does. When they need help, they go to their rebbe and ask for help. So Baruch starts walking his way over to Lezheng's. To Rebbe Limelech. And unfortunately, Rebbe Baruch, he only had one pair of shoes. He had to take them off, put them over his shoulder as he walked barefoot. It took him two days until he arrived at Rebbe Limelech. And when he arrives, he tells the Gabbai his situation. And Rebbe Limelech was waiting for him. He says to him, Baruch, come in, come in. I've been waiting for you. I'm so happy you're here. Tell me again what's going on. Now, of course, when he says, tell me again, it's because Rebbe Limelech knew with his holy vision, Exactly what Rebauch needed, but he had to hear it from Rebauch himself. So Bauch says, listen, Rebbe, I have a great shidduch for my daughter. She's getting older and I want to marry her off. And I have so many problems with the He Charges me so much money and finds all kinds of ways of taxing me extra money. And I don't have the money to pay for the wedding. I need a thousand rubles for the wedding. And I, mamash have nothing. I have nothing. So Rebbe LeMelech said, "Bauch, it's going to be fine. And he goes into his drawer under his desk, pulls out the drawer. He takes out 30 kopeks, three 10 coins, which was like 30 cents, which is like, I guess you could say 30 agorot, not much at all, and certainly not the thousand rubles that Baruch needed for marrying off his daughter. And Baruch looks at the money and he thinks, well, that's kind of strange. Why would the Rebbe give me so little money? The Rebbe says, Baruch. I'm so happy for you. Everything's going to work out. Mazel tov for the wedding. And thank you for coming by. Now have a safe trip back. And so Baruch leaves. He walks out of the Rebbe's office. He starts walking back home. He's kind of in shock because he doesn't understand. Why would the Rebbe do that? Why would the Rebbe give me 30 cupiks? It's not enough to pay for anything. And then as he's walking home, he thinks, oh, I get it. The Rebbe's just testing me. He just wants to see if I really have a moon, if I really have faith. And so he wants to see, can I handle getting 30 kopecks from the Rebbe and stay in a good mood? And so he puts himself into a good mood, and he's walking, and one of the Chasidim of the Rebbe comes running after him and says, Baruch, Baruch, wait, 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 wait. Baruch stops, and he's excited because he knows this is it. The, the Chasid is going to tell him, hey, it was all just to test your faith, and now that you passed the test, we're going to give you the full thousand rubles. The Chasid said, wait, wait. Bauch, show me how much money you have in your hand. And so he opens up his palm and shows him the three ten kopek coins. And the chassid takes one of the coins out and he says, "Yes, yes, exactly." The rebbe said he gave you too many, one too many. And he takes the coin and walks away. And Bauch says, "One too many? He gave me thirty kopeks. Is this a joke? He needed one back." Bauch is besides himself. He doesn't understand how this could be and what's going on here. And, and that was it. I mean, the chassid left and nobody was coming back. So Baruch, he continues his journey back home. And he says, well, there are 20 kappics from the Rebbe himself. I mean, they're straight from the Rebbe's hand. They are a special 20 kappics, but they're certainly not going to help me marry off my daughter. And then Baruch sees in the distance three young boys coming towards him. Obviously, boys that were up to no good, Ruffians, and they were standing over a fire that they had built to keep them warm. They see Baruch coming towards them, and they say, Hey, Jew, come over here. We got a deal for you. We know you Jews like to make business deals. We got a really good business deal for you. So Baruch, he just wants to avoid them, but he realizes he has no choice. He goes over to the guys and he says, Yeah, what do you got, guys? They show him this beautiful inlaid purse with gold thread, clearly a handmade piece of art. They say to him, listen, we have got this purse and inside there's some pictures. Maybe you'd like to buy the purse and the pictures. So he said, well, let me see the purse. And they hand him the purse and he opens it up and he sees the so-called pictures are actually German marks. And there's about 20 of them there. And those marks are worth about 10,000 rubles. These guys just have no idea what they have in the purse. So now Baruch is excited because he sees there's a bracha happening here. Obviously, the blessing from the Rebbe. So he says to the guys, okay, guys, how much do you want? And they said, 30 kopecks. Baruch practically falls over. 30 cup-ics? 30 kopecks? 30 kopecks? He had 30 kopecks. But the chassid came and took one of them away. Now he only has 20. So he tries to negotiate. I'll give you guys 20 kopecks for it. They said, no deal. We'll wait for the next loser to come by. He said, I gotta figure this out. I mean, there's a fortune in there. What am I gonna do? So he says to them, wait a minute, I've got a deal. What do you think about me buying just the pictures for 20 copics? And they start to laugh. Ha! 20 copics for the pictures? You're willing to pay 20 copics for the pictures? They pull out the bills, they hand it to him, and they take his 20 copics. He said to them, you know, you can sell the purse. I'll take the pictures. You take the purse? And they said, Yeah, we'll sell the purse. Thank you very much. And they sent him on his way. Faruch gets back home and he realizes he has a fortune. He has 10,000 rubles. And he says to his wife, Look at what happened. And he tells her the whole story. And she said, I'm very happy for you, husband. However, you know the rules. You know Halakha. You're not allowed to just take money. Maybe those boys stole that money. If the money was found and it's ownerless and the owner has given up hope, then you can keep the money. There's no way we're going to use stolen money to marry off our daughter. So she said to her husband, go back to Rebbe Elimelech and ask him if we can use the money. If he agrees, then we use the money. And if not, you'll have to return it to its owner. So Baruch, he says, okay, fine. And it took him a few days to walk home. It takes him a few days to walk back to Elimelech. And on his way to Rebbe Elimelech, he runs into one of the boys, who's obviously been beaten up. His leg was broken, and his face is scratched and beaten. And he sees Baruch, and he says, hey, Jew, come over here. And Baruch goes over, and he says, yeah, what happened to you? And the boy says, oh, you won't believe it. You obviously have really good luck, because I'll tell you what happened after you left. You know, we only had 20 Copics, and there were three of us. And we're arguing over who gets how much money. And by mistake, the purse fell into the fire. And just like that, we saw it go up in smoke. And as it's sitting there burning, because we figured nothing for us to do, we can't sell it after it's burned. This crazy porridge comes running out of nowhere on his horse with his henchmen. And they say, hey, where did you get that purse? They say, oh, we found it. You know, we found it on the road. He said, where are the pictures in the purse? They said, the pictures? Oh, we don't know. They're gone. And the And the poets, he gets so angry, he takes a stick and he tries to pull the purse out. And he sees the purse is completely burned. There's nothing left. There's no pictures. There's no purse. It's just like a little piece of metal from the frame of the purse. And he beats us all. He says, you have no idea what you did. You thieves. I can't believe you. He said, all of my money is gone. It's gone. And I can't recover it anymore. So this kid, he says to Baruch, he said, so you see, you're really lucky you're lucky that you didn't buy the purse as well. Because if you did, the porrits would have come and he would have said, where's my purse? And we would have pointed in the direction that you went and he probably would have killed you because he hates Jews. Ah, now Baruch understood why the chassid came running after him and said the Rebbe gave you too much money because had he had 30 kopecks, he might not even be alive today. But because he only had 20, he got to keep the bills. And he also got his answer that the poor had given up hope in ever receiving those bills again because he said they're ownerless and gone. And in that case, he's allowed to keep the money. And so Baruch went home and married off his daughter. He took a thousand rubles and gave it as tzedakah to the Rebbe and his chassidim for his court and his yeshiva and all of his needs. And from that point on, Baruch was able to invest the money, create a business, and he was never poor again. He was so wealthy that he was able to help other families to marry off their children and other people to get back on their feet, and all because of twenty kopecks that Rebbele Melech gave him and Baruch's simple faith in the Rebbe in maintaining a positive attitude even in the hardest of times. <laughs>